Welcome to Las Jefas Radio. We are your hosts, Patty Delgado and Lucia Rios, a podcast where we share the highs and lows of being a Latina entrepreneur. So join us while we redefine what it means to be a boss. Las Jefas! Hello, Jefas! Hola, Jefas! Welcome back. Actually, welcome back, Fatty, because legit, I thought you were going to die. I thought this was going to be... You know what I wanted to do? I wanted what? to have the Thriller theme song, like... Oh, my God. Okay. In the spirit of Easter, she has risen. Yes. She has, oh, she's yeah. back. <laughs> yes. This girl had me all kinds of worried. I was like, are you okay? Um. So for those who don't know, who don't keep up with my stories... I've been so sick. Um, and if you do follow my stories, you're like probably overhearing me talk about how sick I am all the time. But I was really, really, really sick with pneumonia. And I'm finally getting better. For I th- two months. Yeah. Two months. It's been so annoying. <laughs> so. I can't even imagine anything happening for two months. Like, I. Ugh. I'm just like, wow. It's been. And you're, and you're so like annoying. still working. Yeah, so even though I was really sick, I obviously still have to work. I still have bills to pay. I don't have paid sick days. So um, it was hard. It's hard. So, okay, so you got pneumonia. Like, I'm sure I, I, I remember when you told me, like, girl, I got pneumonia. I felt so bad because I was like, she was telling me, dude, I'm in so much pain. It's extremely painful. I'm like, no, don't worry about it. Like, just take your, you know, your vitamins, your ginkgo biloba, like garlic, you're fine. Rest. And then the next day, she's like, legit, I have pneumonia. I felt so bad. I thought, like, oh, snap. I know. People are like, just drink tea. Like, just rest. Like, no, bitch. Like, I've been drinking the teas. I probably. Yeah. That's, That's crazy. Like, I think I think we were talking about this earlier. We really wanted to like make sure everyone leg- like actually understood. She was really really sick. Like I actually had a couple of fellow business owners like when she would post on her Insta stories, they would message me like, "Is there anything we can do to help her?" Like <laughs> pobrecita, so nice. I feel so bad. And I think because as business owners, we understand like you just like most moms like you don't get a sick day you don't get sick time off you don't get pto nobody else comes in and handles your business while you're dying basically like nobody does that so i think we that the people who did reach out were business owners and they were super empathetic and they were just like can we help in them like girl i don't know i'm trying but it's also like if you don't have the help previously, you're probably not accustomed to letting stuff go and like being handled by other people. Yeah. I mean, being sick was also like such an eye, like it was eye opening for a lot of different reasons. Like, one, it's like amazing how like our community is so supportive. Like, people have asked me, like, hey, like if you want me to come to your house and like help you ship, like you, how you offered to like help me do that Viva la Mujer event. Yeah. And, like, um, I forget her name, but. Like, so many other accounts, like, help offered Sueño, to, like... the Sueño shop. So many people offered to, like, help me, and it was so nice. So it was, like, eye-opening that, like, people really have your back. And then, two, mm-hmm. it's eye-opening in the sense that, like, whoa. Like, you need to, like, rest and, like... Learn to delegate. <laughs> learn to delegate, learn to rest, and, like, there are just things that are out of your control, and, like... 
You just need to respect what you're capable of. How do you communicate that (laughs) to your customers, your consumers? Like, how do you communicate... I think that's like a big struggle that we have as small business owners who are usually like one or two people teams, like a small team. How do you communicate to your audience like, hey, personal stuff is going on. You know, I'm sure you're amazing at creating content. Like you're amazing. So I'm sure you have stuff stacked where you can kind of like still, you know, feed your audience visually. But when it comes to actual production, (laughs) actual fulfillment, like how do you communicate to them like, hey, skirt, there's going to be a delay. Yeah, I mean, I think I did that a lot during the time that I was sick, like being transparent with people like, hey, your order is kind of late because I literally can't even go outside to go to the post office without like, (laughs) like feeling like I'm passing out. So like just being like really transparent with people, which it also sucks on the other hand, because it's like this is really personal and like I'm putting this out there and like that alone is like very intimate information that like I have Mm. to put out there in order for people to like sympathize with me because if I didn't tell you I had pneumonia like people would be so mad at me right so like it kind of sucks like because I think as a community Lucy and I were talking about this earlier like people I think forget how to deal with small businesses yeah and they're not as like patient or respectful of people's like capabilities. So they're like super demanding of like what they paid for, which I understand, but like I'm one person. Yeah, and I think also many of the we're on live right now on Instagram and I think a lot of a lot of the people tuning in are small business owners or starting a shop or of some kind. I think we all have much more a much more emotional and financial investment into our businesses than say the customer service rep at amazon right because it's our business so of course naturally we are going to do everything in our power to to keep our customers happy because we i i personally feel like they're valued way more um than compared to like larger brands um, totally and also we are we're working harder for it we're working harder for it so already we're putting in 110 150 200% um and so the fact that when we pull back it's almost like it's such an internal battle cuz i'm sure it killed you not to be able to do your your normal speed you know yeah i think obviously it sucks like i feel bad that like I can't do, I can't deliver, you know, like how I normally deliver and like I'm accountable. But at the same time, it's like, bitch, you need to go to sleep. (laughs) Like, and I think it was like a really eye opener to like setting boundaries for myself. Like, yeah, you don't have to answer this email right now because you literally can't even put your laptop on your chest. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or sit up straight. Like, I'm allowed to not answer your DMs because, mm-hmm. like, that's just, like, too emotionally taxing. You know what I mean? So, like, little things like that that I think, like, other people probably don't understand. Like, she left me on scene and, like, that's so rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I literally can't even answer your <laughs> message right now because, like, I feel so overwhelmed with my own sickness that, like, your DM just isn't my priority right now. And I feel like that sounds really harsh. But when you're sick, 
like you can really only tend to yourself and I can't tend to other people so like just kind of realizing that was also like whoa and do you not feel because I know like we're very much like 100% full force like let's just push it push it push Mm -hmm. it type of individuals but in some way (laughs) I feel like the universe God whoever you know you kind of tie it to is gonna be like calm down like they slap you in like the most harshest way too because for me personally i was telling her last year i experienced two really close family members passing away and i couldn't go to a funeral because i had nobody to work for me so i had to go to an event very like emotional because i had lost a friend um and it was like pretend everything's okay like you're representing your business and you know and at that point I was like yeah this is God's way of telling me like you need to be able to have a life like yeah life stuff needs to be able to still happen and manage uh the business as well and and that includes like entrusting your baby to others and your reputation to others so that's where I actually really 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 truly started like I guess like really putting wrapping my head around the idea of hiring somebody Mm. you know what I mean because I couldn't I was like all right if my kids are really really sick or I'm really really sick or you know heaven forbid there's another death or something like that I need to be able to still you know handle these previously committed um events and and gigs and still have personal time because I mean, why are we working like this? Are we not working to take care of ourselves and build a future for ourselves? Yeah. And if if all if you're doing is harming yourself, is it gonna be worth it? It's so funny because I feel like there's such a like, how do I say this? There's such a market for like people like, for example, like Gary Vee, and like you have like all these millionaire people who are like always pushing this message of like working hard, like not like around the clock like no stop like i feel like that's like a big message that you always hear like in the entrepreneurial world so i'm sorry to realize like i don't think i buy into that like i don't think i buy into this like work 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 so you can get somewhere like i feel like i'm not that type of entrepreneur i'm like maybe that's why i'm not a millionaire but it's like i think as the more i grow and like the more i expand in my business like the more I learned to like create boundaries for myself and like that Gary V comment thing is so true because Betsy um, is viewing us right now and her comment was yes this hustle hustle culture can set the expectation that we aren't human and I think we're just so focused on like the grind go 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 and it's like wait hold on like you still have to take care of yourself and do all that and I think sometimes um, I love, I, I think I've told her before, like, I love Gary Vee, but then there's times where I have to turn him off because it's it's too intense, where I feel like I'm not keeping up with what's needed to succeed. Yes. And it's like, wait, hold on. That's making me not feel good about myself. That's making me feel like maybe I can't. And then that, that eats away at my mentality. And it's like, that's where I have to learn to like tune into things and my own feelings and the energy that I'm receiving from people. And I think when we talk about like energy exchanges and da 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 da, like you don't have to necessarily like completely push, cut people off if, 
if maybe at that time that conversation or that subject is not making you feel good you're like all right tuned out i'm gonna tune this guy out because there's some times where i'm like i need to get a little fire under my butt and then i'll turn him back on and like i can yeah you know what i'm saying but definitely yeah. this culture that we have about entrepreneurship, hustling, grinding, working until, you know, you sleep, sleep when I'm dead and all I that stuff. That. It's like, like, yes, it works. But when it starts to make you feel like you are worthless because you can't keep up, that's when it's like a problem. Yeah. Like, I understand. Like, obviously, you got to do the work. But at the same time, I do feel like this hustle, like who said it, Betsy, like this hustle culture is so damaging. Like, and I feel like exactly what you said, it like really hurts your self-esteem. Like I'll like watch somebody's story or somebody's post. Like I went to sleep at 4 a.m. yesterday. Like the hustle never stops. I'm like, well, I took two naps <laughs> and like my business is still going, you know, and yeah. I took naps because like I need to take that nap and like that's okay. Like I'm not going to deprive myself of like uh, fundamental needs just so like my business can look like it's so successful online. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. A lot of the comments I'm trying to like, I'm sorry that I'm getting in so no, close okay. to the, um, the camera, but a lot of the comments are talking about how like, we need to push our customers away from DMs and just strictly emails only. Okay, can we talk about that? <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about that because I'm having, um, <laughs> I'm having like an internal struggle <laughs> with like, I want to so bad and maybe you guys that are viewing can kind of help me sort this stuff out. Um, I want to so bad to do that. Like, I really want to just say, sorry, like, no no inquiries about orders or placing or pricing or whatever via DM because it is a lot to keep up with. Um, but then also, and I, but at the same time, like, I like giving my consumers that, like, super attention because I feel like they feel, because I am, like I feel like they feel like I'm emotionally invested in them too and I'm like carrying on conversation at times. Like we're friends almost, you know, like I want my customers to feel like family, but like, uh, I don't know. It gets to be a lot. It gets to be a lot. So I don't know. What do you think about that? I feel like for me, okay, I don't mind the DMs so much when it's like, a question that I can answer by like copying and pasting a link or like a simple response like yeah we do carry that or like yeah you can look at it at this page but when it's like hey like my order blah 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 no girl like you need to email me so I feel like it's really about like how how much work do I have to put into this DM mm -hmm. like and if and if it's just as easy as like here's a link to that page like okay like I can do that but I'm not gonna like answer why your order is late in an e in a DM. Mm. That's not gonna happen. Hmm. I think our audience also has some mixed feelings on this. Some people like the DMs, and some people um, don't think it's professional. I mean, I can see both sides, and I, I guess at the end of the day, <laughs> I hate that saying. Why did I just say that? At the end of the day. Um, I guess that I guess it just comes down to a personal preference and that and maybe I just need to like <coughs> stopping a overall pleaser to everybody and decide what is best for me yeah and I, I also think like let's be real like your your customers 
if you're an Instagram business and if you're watching this on Instagram, like, they live on Instagram. Amy, yes. And so, like, what are you going to do? Are you going to, like, have, are you going to have your customers change for you? Or are you going to mold yourself to tend to your customers? That's a good. So it's like, it, it's, I feel like it's, you're, it sucks either way. <laughs> but I think it would be awesome if, Instagram, I hope you're listening. If we could be, if there could be more organization in the DMs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What? Because <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> um, but Betsy had another good point about interning, um, getting an intern to kind of filter through the DMs. And that's actually a really good idea. Thank you, Betsy. I'm probably going to go with that because my heart is telling me to keep the DMs. But I personally don't have the time to go through the, all that. And I think my my new employee can handle like the like at least saying, hey, uh, you know, the social type of interaction like I handled the ones that are like, hey, girl, like, you know, just the socially stuff maybe she can handle or I can handle and she'll leave. Like, we'll figure that out. But I think that's a really good idea. And I actually had um, Amy earlier. I have a friend named Amy who owns Gormeletas and she was like freaking out and telling me about her social media and how she loves like other people's social media's um, pages and how they're like there's a lot of time but sh her issue is like I don't have time for it it takes away time from my kids which I don't want to do and I was I suggested to her like why don't you get an intern like get a young intern because they're probably already on the social media all the time <laughs> and I don't know why I didn't think about that for me I'm just like I guess sometimes it's easier to give advice than it is oh to like God, take your yeah. own advice mm -hmm. uh True. yeah so you know basically we just wanted to semi-vent and talk and get feedback from our viewers because it's not easy to build a business to build a brand and especially something that's service-based um because you are servicing your audience and when it when the time comes that you can no longer do that, it like you take a big hit. Patty just got an office slash showroom. <laughs> this girl's had it for like almost a month and she hasn't been able to do anything with it because of she's been sick. So it's like, damn, like everything takes a hit. Yeah. So in retrospect, what do you, what advice would you like? Let's say the roles would have reversed because we we're just talking about how maybe giving advice is like so much easier for us and I think also just like culturally and as women like we are so much so much more eager to help other people feel better and improve their lives and maybe we need to like put up a mirror when we're doing that because we don't really do that to ourselves as often as we should so if you were if I was Patty and I was sick with pneumonia and I had an office just sitting there I was paying rent for three weeks and I didn't do nothing what would you tell me um, well, I think it's hard because, like, you're just going to have to take financial hits when you're a business. Okay. Like, there's just going to be losses, and, like, time is a loss. Yes, time is money. Like, it's, it just is what it is. Like, and I feel like that um, is kind of, in a way, like, what happened to me, right? Like, I, ha I literally, the day I left urgent care and found out I got pneumonia, I went to go pay the down payment <laughs> on my <laughs> office, my first month's rent, and signed the contract, like, literally the same day. So it's like, you just have to, like, 
I think realize what your boundaries are. Like, what are you capable of, like, in every moment? And two, like, realize that, like, not every day is going to be a gain. And, like, you're going to lose some. Because that's just how small businesses work, I think. That's a good point. And I think that would make a great episode. um, Because I feel like we've touched on it when we were first planning out this podcast. Um, Like, long-term goals and long-term vision for businesses. A lot of the times, I feel like people who start... A small business want to see an immediate return of investment like a big return um, sure. and a lot of the times it's like you're really just investing 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 like whatever profits are made you reinvest for the most part um, so it's not and I think when we when we did our very first live the one question that we that I was like we need to do a podcast was when they had asked if this was um, this these businesses were providing financially for like a comfortable lifestyle and i was like not yet not yet i mean eventually (laughs) i see myself as having a comfortable lifestyle through my business but yeah it till then it's like a constant like we are balling on a budget all the time it's so true because i feel like um and like also like what is comfortable to you right like i am very comfortable with the money that I'm bringing in from my business, but, like, am I going to go on a yacht next week? Like, no. Like, am I going... Can I afford to, like, buy, like, an expensive designer handbag just because I can? Like, no. So I feel like you need to be realistic, too, about, like, the money that's coming in and where that's going to go to keep growing. Like, you got to spend money to make money. And, like, I, I... and I think, like, as you grow your business, like, you just keep having more expenses, right? Like, it doesn't right, get you're easier. Because you're growing, so you need to invest for, like, <laughs> the extra room and the extra inventory and the extra help. Pers- yeah, the extra help. Like, we had Karina on from Viva Los Cupcakes who she said something that kind of put my fear at ease about hire, like officially hiring somebody. Um, you know, I was like, aren't you scared? Or, you know, she's like, yeah, it's scary because now I have to make enough money to sustain the employees, right? Like, and so now my business has to work differently and, and I have to multiply my production so that way I can afford an employee to help me with that production. Does that make sense? I don't know if that made yeah. that. I don't know if I worded that right. But basically, like, more money, more problems. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. But... It doesn't it's, get easier. But, no. But that's why there's some people who, like, they, that you do what it takes to, to work through those emotional times, to work through those those times. And a lot of times it's, like, the support system that you built around you. Oh, my God. It's so true. Like, while we're on this subject, TMI, like, my boyfriend, for those who don't know, like, he takes 99% of the photos that you see on Instagram on my account. And, like, that's work. Mm -hmm. And he does it because he loves me and, like, he wants to help me grow. But um, that's help that he does. And that, like, really helps my business grow. And so it's, like, funny how, like, I get so caught up in my own success. I'm like, yeah, like, I did this. I did that. Like, look at this business that I created. But I forget, like, whoa, like, there's so many people who help me. Maybe they're not in the spotlight. But... Like, when you are a small business, there are so many people under you or with you 
that are helping you keep doing what you're doing. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Totally. But who don't get the credit they deserve, so I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. A lot of uh, the ones... Uh, Lokita said that he's very talented, which I agree. He is Thank very you. talented. He's also a videographer. He, if you want to hire him for your wedding, what's his Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's plug him in real quick. Um, at it's at Aaron Solo, so you know what to do. <laughs> um, but no, that's so true, and I think um, you're right. A lot of times, because we are the face of the business. Um, People think it's literally just you or just me. And I think that's why I like to use the term we. Same. Yeah. So whenever I say a thank you or I am responding to um, an inquiry or something, I'm, I try my best to use the term like we or us because for me personally, it's my family that helps me a lot. Um, I have a lot of, uh, I have two kids, so a lot of the work that comes with, like, leaving that job of being a mom to attend to the job of being a business owner, it it falls on my partner's head a lot. You know, right now, he literally just called me to, how do I warm up the oven to bake a frozen pizza? Because I'm here, I'm doing this, and he's taking care of dinner. And that's cool, but it's, it's work, too, and I know we're partners in life, but at the same time, it's like he's also sacrificing and investing and especially financially because there's times where Twisted is broke, but I still want to do something crazy or a big thing. And I'm like, babe, can I can I borrow or can can you give me some money and then we'll do it. And so he's invested financially. He's invested emotionally. My kids are invested emotionally because my son like wants to come with me all the time or there's times where you know it's just a lot of people behind the scenes like your parents when they came to help you with your pop-up and your dad was being like your own little paparazzi was so cute it's just a lot and there's like neighbors that watch out for packages and then there's like people that have helped me grow and create pop-ups like loquita bath and body like i've made so many friends you yeah that that has helped this business become what it is yeah and so there's no I don't know it's a team it's a it's a community effort and I think that's why we're like let's continue to support each other and other people and create a podcast where we can like you know like read like yeah share as much as possible literally I don't know if you knew but like this I don't know did you see the post on Las Jefas today oh yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's not an exclusive thing like there's no secret it's like we just gather bits and pieces and find what works for us and make the most out of it. Yeah. Um, it's a different kind of investment. People are maybe not always investing money in your business to help you, but they're investing their time. And that is so valuable. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I got a little emotional right now. Oh, <laughs> it's oh my nice. gosh. Okay, well, I think we are pretty much done getting into this yeah well at least this particular because we wanted to talk about like i know like just 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 i think something that is just like um important is to continue to communicate to your audience that you are a small business um 
you know, and I like like for me personally, and I know Lokita's watching, and I I we share a lot of our personal life through like our Insta stories, and you shared a lot of your personal stuff through your Insta stories. So I think that helps with communicating to the audience that it's a small business. So we, aside from hija de tu madre, aside from twisted, we are people that have many responsibilities and other things that happen in our lives. So I yeah. think if I think that's a big um like that's a big hurdle to go get over for a lot of small businesses. They don't want to have that personal connection because they want the business to speak for itself. I know that's that's how I was in the beginning. I didn't want my Same. Yeah, I didn't want like Lucia to be identified with Twisted. Yeah, me but, too. But but you know people are more interested in in investing in people versus like a product if that makes sense like if they see somebody behind they like you they're like ooh i like her it's it's they're more emotionally invested to your business and the more that we showcase that i feel like the more people would be like oh she's sick like it's cool like let me lay off a little bit you know yeah, what i mean yeah totally um yeah, those are good points. I think the like point of this little mini chit chat episode is to like definitely talk about like our boundaries and like what happens when like we can't perform our like expected roles. And I think that is going to segue into like another episode where we talk about like help and like when we were ready to hire help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think we'll talk about that for sure. And Ale La Morena um, commented something super sweet. She said, I feel so much for this conversation. I hope... Oh, I hope sometimes my abuelita in Mexico um, had someone like you to talk to about the struggle of being an entrepreneur. Oh. Yeah, that's really sweet. But That's so true. It is, it is so true. Like, we're super blessed to be in the time that we're in. And yeah. in the place that we're in, because even if it like in our like, let's say we we're in a little pueblo where there really wasn't many entrepreneurs, like we're in the time where social media has like we literally have a global audience and we have a global community that we can reach out to and connect with and like feed off of. So like I do feel genuinely I feel genuinely bad for like the previous generations of women because I feel like they don't understand like. They don't understand us and not not in a bad way, not in like a like all oh, these kids. I don't get them. I just feel like they don't understand where where we get the like the balls from. Like, where does this come from? How do you feel like you can do this? And I couldn't feel that way. You know what I mean? I think it's just because they weren't nurtured and they didn't have the accessibility to other like women that were empowering them when it came to like entrepreneurship. Yeah, I think so. Because, I mean, like, women in business, like, is nothing new. Like, this has been, this has always existed. But I think, like, celebrating women for being business people, like, I feel like that is a new concept. Totally. Like, that's so new. And it's not like, oh, how cute. She's doing, like, this. Like, something, like, it's always, and I, I, sorry, I'm getting a little, gonna get a little crazy. I hate, I detest when people say, so how's your little business doing? Like, little, little my ass, little my ass. I'm not, I'm not killing myself. I'm not working as hard as I work for it to be a little business. Like, it's not a little business. It's not a game to me. This is serious. I'm working because I'm taking this 100% serious. So 
I think kind of going into like well you know nothing new i think women were always viewed as like these cute little hobby oh how cute your hobbies you're making a couple of change like and for some people it could be a hobby that you're making a couple extra bucks because honestly going into this business that's what i thought i'm like oh it's gonna just provide like a little extra you know mcdonald's or coffee money or whatever but having women celebrating women that are looking to build empires and build like these larger businesses something that's sustainable that can be long have longevity to it i feel like that's like new so people aren't like used they're kind of like they don't know how to approach it without belittling it a little bit yeah do you ever get that? Do you ever get like, oh, how cute's your little, how's your, so how's your little business? I hate that. I do get Don't that. ever say it's little. Like, um, I, I hate that. I hate when people like also like project like business information on me because they think like I'm a woman. So like I must not know how to like manage money. I like mm. must not know how to like invest in my own business. Like the condescension of men like over like the way i run my business is like insane to me like bitch you got to go because i'm gonna fucking pop off on you like bitch like what have you done and what's funny is like as you grow your business you will see like more people want to tell you how to do things more people want to give you tips more people want to give you advice more people want to help you um but like did they want to help you when you had an Etsy shop? Like, you know what I mean? When it was just like a little business, when it was like your little hobby. Yeah. So like, I kind of, I definitely will touch on that um, statement because I feel like, I feel like, yes. Okay. Like, let's hear them out and whatnot. <laughs> okay. I mean, I feel like, yeah, because there's sometimes there's some advice that you're like, uh, all right, this is probably good advice. But at the same time, there's a lot of advice that uh i don't know if this is too loud there's a lot of advice that um was projected to me that i had to tune out because ultimately it was not aligning with who i was and what i was trying to achieve and i feel like a lot of times when you're coming into something that maybe is not mainstream or not clearly understood and it's literally only in your head like you only understand it in here nobody else is gonna be able to to like guide you in a direct way and there really is no direct path it goes like this right it's constantly changing and it's constantly like okay maybe we tried this and that didn't work now we're trying this and this is working or maybe i thought this was my path and slowly i'm going this way yeah because that's just what is working out and what is 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 meant for you like the path that you're meant to go on and i think having so many people project their opinions and advice i wanna i wanna say it's all coming from a good loving genuine place um but don't be naive so like receive it right as if it's coming from like a genuine i want to help you place but digest it in a way that's best for you Right. Like if you're like, uh, that's not going to work for me because it doesn't make me feel like if I, if I received it in like you're trying to be condescending and tell me what what to do with my life. Then maybe just throw that information out. Yeah. I mean, I think this also goes back to like setting boundaries like you don't owe anyone like an explanation of why you run your business the way you run your business. 
and you're you also don't owe anyone like a conversation like you don't have to like engage in that type of like chit chat if you don't want to because i feel like for me it's like i think this is a little different too but like do you ever feel like people are constantly not just giving you advice but then they like constantly want your advice and they constantly want like your input and like they want to know what you think about this or like constantly consulting asking you for like a consultation but like not paying you for the consultation does that ever happen to you i think it's different because like my <laughs> my branding is not as wonderful as yours like, oh my I god can stop see, no 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 because you have a very clear like you have a unique look and it's really a, it's people love it so i feel like i i mean yeah I can see how that would happen to you. I know people are constantly asking you, like, I mean, about people ask me about how formula. to start a business and or how to start a cotton candy business. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> care to say, well, this is how, like, for example, like my cart, like, where'd you get it from? It's like this and this and that. I'm like, well, so and so built it for me. And now I can actually direct them because the person who built my second cart, like, that's their business. So that's I awesome. can say, like, this is the business that built me my cart. And so reach out to them and, you know, if they're not local, like, just know it's custom, whatever. Um, or I'll even say, like, this is, these are the machines I started with. And this is, like, you know, but I won't give them my exact recipes for my sugars because that's me. Yeah. That's, like, grandma's secret recipe for whatever that made her so famous. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like I wouldn't give the exact everything, but I wouldn't be, like, a you know like hey when it comes to like details i'm like girl or boy like you gotta figure it out because yes. at the end of it like figuring find like the path to finding the your own answers is what helps shape you yes. like everyone's gonna give you advice everyone is that i've come across is super supportive and will give you starting points right mm-hmm. so starting points that's that's like that's like priceless like a lot of times just starting is like the biggest hurdle just starting is like the hardest thing to like find right but once you get that starting point all right so i gave you i i gave you a pole and i showed you the lake now you got to go figure out how to fish right absolutely i know is that too metaphoric (laughs) no it's true i feel like you know, as much as, like, it bugs me that, like, people project their own opinions on me and, like, how I should do things, it also kind of eats at me a little bit when, like, people rather ask you a million questions about what they should do than, like, figuring it out themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I worked really hard to make a lot of mistakes, and I worked really hard to, like, you know, make some successes, Mm -hmm. but it's because I figured it out and I failed along the way. So, like, for you now to like ask me like very random questions because you're not my friend like you know what i mean like these very personal questions about the things that i do like where do you get your jackets like how do you make a media kit like can you show me how you did this on your website (laughs) like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like there's things that like i can only help you so much like i can give you like a reference point but like it's really up to you to like make those mistakes on your own and like really figure it out for yourself right you can't like live through my experiences and that's a little also like kind of rude i think when people just feel like because you're such a public 
account or like you're so mm. public that like they're they're entitled to information from you yeah and i think that goes back to like boundaries like i have boundaries and like they need to be respected like i am a human being like i don't need to give you every explanation just because you're asking for it yeah i think that's just the the you know continuing to reiterate the the human side behind a business and allowing your audience to see that and to really connect with it because then they'll be able to know when you have like your down days when you have you know the days and times that you need to kind of check out um a little bit because they'll be more forgiving because it's like yeah well yeah. we've all had those days <laughs> we've all had those times um so you know i think it i think it just helps with with continuing to yeah to have these conversations with our followers and i think like you know just to be clear like i think lucia and i both like are obsessed with our customers and like we're obsessed with our followers and how forgiving they are and like supportive in the most amazing ways so i think like we're so crazy supportive so we're so grateful for the communities that we've built but i think sometimes like people need to be reminded that we are just two girls (laughs) you know what i mean sitting in front of the mics (laughs) sitting in front of um yeah i think that's it (laughs) i think that is it i think we've vented enough lucy and i haven't had like a good chat in a long time because i've been quarantined so like now that i'm out in like human in the human world (laughs) i have so many feelings i need to talk about yeah so this was pretty like a cathartic and emotional so thank you everyone for listening yeah thank you guys for listening and for watching and being awesome supporters of hija de tu madre and twisted for sugar and las jefas radio this was really cool i think we should do live like at least once a month this was fun Mm -hmm. um so we're gonna wrap it up i think we're gonna wrap it up also should we are okay go on um i was gonna say that we want to hear what you guys want us to talk about. So, like, DM us. I, yeah. Like, topics, subject matter. Like, if there's, like, a certain guest you would like to listen to, like, let us know. Let's make it happen. Yeah, dream guests. We have, like, a long list. I mean, we have but, ideas. But, um, you know, just coordinating with some of these uh, guests and getting responses has been a little challenging but you know we're still like we don't give up so we still want to try to bring on people that you want to hear from and hear or topics that you want to cover so let us know don't forget to shoot us a dm if you don't already subscribe to our um uh itunes right and soundcloud and soundcloud do it like right now before you get off of this live go back on your phone subscribe and rate us. Oh, yeah, and rate us. Tell us what you think. <laughs> Give us a rating. Give us a review. Please, 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 please. That's it, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to Las Jefas. Um, if you want to hear this episode again, we'll probably be releasing it. What, when I get to it. <laughs> <laughs> or Sunday. <laughs> Put the All question. right. Bye, guys. Thank you.